When tracking the domestic dust bunny, you commonly find them hiding under wardrobes next to lost socks. Don't move too suddenly or they'll scurry off. What's utterly fascinating about the dust bunny is that although they are not actually sentient creatures, when they hear that Geico not only saves people money, but also has a 97% customer satisfaction rating, it's obvious to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Oh no, it's the dust bunny's only natural predator. Run along, dust bunnies, run along. Your home is important. That's why Geico helps make it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. <laughs> the GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Welcome to date night. Got my date with me here, Billy Dees. <laughs> You're referring, where did you get that video? I mean, that was uh, I something. I actually became a member of Jib Jab. Um, you can get the free account, but it really limits you to what you can do. Like the videos where you put in more than one person, you usually can't do. Yeah. And what I did as a subscribed, it's, uh, it comes down to like $20 and some change for six months. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I knew I could use it for podcast yeah. promoting. So I got I had your face from that one picture. I cropped it out. I cropped right, mine right. out. And then uh, <laughs> so I put it. And I found that video. And it reminded me so much of like Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton movies. Yeah, and I yeah. said, man, I got to put this my, in. My, my wife wanted to know why Valentine's Day. And I said, that's probably what that's. He doesn't care about that. He said he probably just liked the, the graphics or whatever those were. Right. And. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, everybody got a charge out of that. So, yeah, that was what it was. I just thought it was cool. Uh, their particular that particular video. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even yeah. think about Valentine's uh-huh. Day. But uh, how you been, man? How's your last few days been? It, they've been busy, actually. Yeah. So, um, I've, I've had a, a pretty busy week. I got some irons in the fire with business, which is all good. Next week, I got a kind of a busy day. Monday, Tuesday, um, I'm doing something for you on Monday. Yes. And then, one, then from yeah, and then from Wednesday on, um, I got uh, p- uh, people in from out of town. My stepdaughters are coming in, so I'm going to oh, have some okay. guests. Yeah, and not really guests, but they're, they're both from, young adults. I mean, it's not like they're kids. They? The one is in Columbus. She is okay. going to school. That's the youngest one. Uh, oh, okay. okay. And the older one is actually well into adulthood. She's in her early 30s, and she's married. Oh, uh, okay. But her husband has to work, so he's she's going to come up and visit her mom. And now they, she's from Atlanta. So Oh, you got to find out what part. She might be near me I, somewhere within range. I sure will. I'll find out for you. That'll be interesting. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh. 
Man, I ain't done much the last few days of work. I was off today and uh, kind of relaxed and whatnot. Uh, that's about it. Uh, did get some uh, kind of cool news. We'll see where it goes. It's not necessarily a okay. go. But uh, you know what Funny Stop is? Oh, yeah. Okay. They're starting a comedy podcast. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I got in touch with them and told them I'd be interested in doing something for them. And they told me their response was, I messaged the page, and their response was, keep in touch, we're going to have you on. So, oh, cool. So I sent them a link to the In These Layman's Terms show and told them, you know, we can be FCC regulated if you did it just to be, because I don't know exactly what that comedy club. I know, I know some nights they have clean humor night or something like that, so I definitely, you know, want to be in, you know, whatever. But my goal sure. is, because I don't know if you know this has become a thing or not here lately, my goal is to get known maybe as a podcast maybe get some people listening and whatnot and then whatever night's best for them it don't have to be their big time night i'd just like to give it a shot to do a live podcast from the stage oh sure because the reason being is that's becoming a thing now there are podcasts that are traveling the country and doing shows live from the stage yeah. Uh, matter of fact, the one that me and uh, Tony the Tiger listen to is a, is a podcast, pod, uh, podcast called Box of Oddities. And what it is is it's a husband and a wife, and uh, to each other, of course. And they do a podcast yeah. where they talk about odd shit, you know, stuff like weird stuff in the world. He ta- What happens is he, ta- he does a story, and she does a story. Okay. And it's, they're usually no more than 40 minutes long. I think the most I've seen is around 40-ish. Uh, some of them are even less than 30. But And they tell each part of the story, give the references and the facts. And they're actually traveling. They just had, either, they're, either they're fixing to be or they just left Nashville. And yeah. uh, they're traveling all over. And if they come to this area, I know me and him's going to go. And, I th- and probably Christina and his girlfriend, too. So we're going to go up there and check them out. But, uh, yeah. But that's the thing. I've, I've, I've actually done stand-up there. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. Back in the day when I was doing uh, when I was doing stand up, um, I, I did some routines there. I don't remember the owner's name. He might remember me. I don't know. He probably meets Would you so mind many if people. I give you no. a reference? Oh, you could tell him. You could tell him you know me. I don't yeah, know if he'll remember me or not. Yeah, I mean, well, this is going back ten years. Right. Well, I was about so to say. I, I mean, I'm just gonna put it in there. But I ain't gonna say you didn't. He might not remember you. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he does, that's great. As long as they didn't have to cuss each other out or nothing. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I, I, I got the impression they like me. And I don't know if you know if if, if you ever do the nightclub circuit, um, especially in comedy clubs. When I, when I worked as a disc jockey, managers would come up and tell you they liked you or not. Um, with with comedians, they they never really. It was kind of like a poker face. Mm. You know, they'd come up and say thank you very much, and they, you, you never knew really knew if they liked you or not until you got the call back. Right. <laughs> so, um, and, but that that's just the way that business is. And I don't I don't remember actually having t- too many conversations with him. There was a uh, a stage manager manager that I dealt with at the time. And I don't remember who that was either. Like I said, this is going back about 10 years. But uh, I, I enjoyed working, uh, doing stand-up, and uh, I would highly recommend it. Um, even if you are if you are a broadcaster or even if you're in a business where you have to give speeches and you have to do this, that, and the other, it is really a great – even if you only go up there and do a couple minutes. And you would be surprised. A couple minutes is long when you, if you've never done it before. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, I agree. And uh, you go up there and, and, and really, you know, face the crowd, and it will really train you to be a better communicator. It will absolutely do so. I absolutely guarantee it. 
Yeah, I th- uh, yeah, I've often thought about doing it, and uh, but I, I, I think that would be an awesome show. Because what I would do is, if I could do that, I'd, we could do the podcast from the stage. I would yeah. incorporate the audience. Uh, one of the ways I thought about doing it was be, I would want to get there long before, you know, not long, but sometime before the audience started showing up. And under yeah. each cheer, I'd put like a, maybe a, something like a white envelope or something. And when you opened it up, whoever got the page with an X got up and gave an interview. We, we could give them like a little five, ten minute interview, no matter what they were in life. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool, and that would be part of it. And then we would also do it like that, the show up there. Yeah, you just my only t- I, I, you're talking to somebody who spent a lot of time in nightclubs because I, I worked for 20 years, you know, with bands and disc jockeys and all that. And I'm here to tell you, a nightclub crowd is is you got to be careful, and you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you, oh, you'll yeah. get. Some, um, yeah. I, I've never, I know that I've, I've never performed, but I've seen it. Yeah, you yeah. get some hecklers, you get some. But see, I can handle all that shit. That don't bother me. I'll be the first. Okay. One. I'll be the first one to tell you, man. If, if if somebody says something, they better if they don't mind giving it out, they better be willing to take it. Because I will yeah. give it right back and just as quick witted as I am on here, I won't think twice. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That hey, that's fine. I mean, if bouncers better be ready because I ain't gonna lie. I think yeah, but you see, you can't do that either. Well, I'm not you can't do that. Them. I'm not gonna cuss yeah. them out. But what I'm saying yeah. is, if they get if they say something to me and I get witty back, I'm not saying fuck you. I'm talking about get witty. Yeah, and they might get offended and try to come toward me, you know, get mad as hell or something. But hell, I'm gonna say what I gotta say. I'm not just gonna stand there and just let my whole. Because the thing about it is, if I let this heckler get to my ass, then my whole show is gonna go down to shitter. He's gonna destroy it. Yeah, handling. It was different when I did music. Okay, but I can tell you that the skilled comedians can actually use a heckler to get a lot of laughs and it's it's they they don't necessarily challenge them or berate them they 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 bring those people into their act and they're very skilled at doing it and i I personally do not i personally do not like hecklers okay right you know that to me i mean that's uh you know it's very rude and the, the the people that are paying to to hear the comedian are paying to hear the comedian not not your stupid ass you know that's my attitude towards them and um, it's one thing to shout out things if the comedian asks for stuff. You know, how, how many people here, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you know, that's fine. Right. But when, when, when you're actually trying, you know, berating somebody that's on, on the stage, I, I, I really have no patience for that. I, I, I was lucky for – I didn't do it for very long, but I didn't have too much of that. Yeah. Um, and one of the things the coaches always told me, I went through a, a, actually a little um, – I don't know what the word is uh, – a work workshop. And uh, the guys that did it were all professional comedians. Hmm. And um, one of the things they said was, you know, when you get introduced, you typically you get a polite laugh, you know, a polite applause, even if, even if people don't know who you are. And the first thing you want to do is get to that microphone and start talking before you have any silence. Right. That that right. that was one of the key things. Well, silence and, uh, would throw me off. It would throw my. It would throw. <clears throat> it'd be like a misstep if I'm sitting there yeah, and all of a sudden yeah. it just went dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I I was pretty lucky 
the the one of the nights I worked, oh man, was there a rowdy crowd there? And I I I, I said, oh my god, I'm going to get up there and it's going to be brutal. But actually, for whatever reason, when I got up there and started doing that routine, um, it, it I was fine. And really, when you're up there, especially at some of the bigger clubs, it really depends. You really can't see the crowd that well because of the lights, because the whole room is dark except for where you're at. Right. And and uh, depending on how the monitors are, where, how, how the sound system is set up, sometimes you can't hear what people are saying out in the crowd that well either. So you're really out there and you're kind of like on this, you know, like this literally this floating stage out in space. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that takes some getting used to as well. So it's a it's definitely a different experience. Well, if we ever get to that point, I want to come on ask you now, if you don't want to be on a show be on stage with us i prefer you be there with us because i consider you sure part of the part of the crew oh but, absolutely but if you don't want to do that i'd at least like you to come to the show but i prefer it if oh you yeah I'd, I'd, I'd love to help you out you know that uh, and besides yeah. that it sounds like you're going to need some technical stuff some wiring stuff up that's oh, right yeah. up my alley so oh yeah so yeah i mean uh yeah absolutely appreciate it i do man. appreciate yeah, absolutely it. So we'll see. I'd like to get it to that point. I think uh, I think it would interest them. I want to drop them an email instead of a Facebook message. That's something I'm planning on doing in the next few days is actually email them myself and uh, yeah. chat with them about my idea and, and explain. They may not even know that podcast traveling is a thing because so, they're getting new into the thing. So I could tell them, you know, this is becoming a thing. I think it'd be interesting if we did a live show from the stage you know, and did it like that if everybody liked the show. I'm going to pitch it, see what happens. But, um... Like I said, I don't. They could be their their slowest night, just, you know, our first time doing it, just to see how the audience. Yeah, I'm not sure it. you'd want to do that on a big night because you're going to no. have you're going you're to have issues with the PA system. You're going to have this, yeah. that, and the other thing going on. So I mean, yeah, you you definitely want to do that in a man- right. manageable atmosphere. Yeah. The only thing I'd want it done is uh, maybe even if I had to do it myself, somehow do it, advertise it a little bit, at least locally, and see what we had show up. You know. Well, yeah, they they usually do things in that entertainment magazine and all that. You could ask them to put that oh, in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got a great Facebook page, too. That's where I found out about the stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, okay, got, cool. yeah, they got a really good Facebook page. They keep up with it. All right, on to the news. I do. Oh, I do want to mention this. Did you know, okay, you've been seeing all the news reports about these damn cruise ships tipping over and other things happening to them? Yeah. Do you know what Carnival has just done? I can't imagine. They unveiled the first roller coaster at sea today. The first one with a carnival ship with a roller coaster on it. Like they didn't have enough fucking problems. Now let's put oh, a roller man. coaster on one. How long do you think it's going to take for some of this shit fucks up? Roller coaster yeah. fly off into the ocean? <laughs> Get derailed? <laughs> I mean, you know it's probably going to happen. It must. I hope they make enough money with it before they have to pay off these insurance claims. Jesus. It's just, I don't understand that thought. Who, who in the hell was sitting in the front office and come up with this shit? You know, we've been having a lot of deals with our uh, numbers going down due to the tipping of the uh, ships and whatnot. So we thought, well, here's the way we could bring business back. Yeah. Let's put a roller coaster on it. <laughs> yeah. Dumbass. Maria Butina, I think that's how you say it, or Butina, maybe. Do you know who that is? I have no idea who that is. She was charged and indicted in July for conspiring as an agent for the Kremlin at the direction of an agent. Okay, I did. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did hear about this. Okay. Well, she, mm-hmm. she pleaded guilty to it today. Right. 
and uh, she was charged with uh, conspiring as an agent for the Kremlin at the direction of an agent of the Russian government, widely believed to be Alexander Alexander, how you say it over there, I guess, Torshin, a high-ranking official in the Central Bank of Russia. Now, what makes me wonder, what if, he, what if she'd got some shit? Because we've already said the way that she could, that Trump could be caught would be through the banking systems. What yeah. if she had some shit on all that? Because they're already saying all she's going to get, probably. They said the most she could get is, is five years, but they don't think they're going to give her that. They think they're going to give her a six-month sentence. And she's been in Virginia since July, and by the time her trial's over with, they're just going to give her time served and deport her. Time served, yeah. And deport her. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have. A, I don't know much about this case. My, the, the, She's been in custody for about a year. And my guess is if she had anything really hot, they'd know about it by now. Yeah, and 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 R- Russia said they don't even know who she is. <laughs> oh, yeah, they made that statement that we don't even know who that is. You know, so. that's a possibility, but I don't put a lot of stock in what Russia has. So. Yeah, they know who she is. The, yeah. uh, the State Department made comments about her last week. Their State Department, what are the equivalent of that, made oh. comments about her last year. Oh, so they okay. they know who. She, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. man. I don't. I was going to say I don't put no stock in them. I could say the sky's blue, and I'd go out and check. Yeah. I mean, they, hey, hey before, before we go on to the next story, I do want to say, because uh, this is you and I are both fans of the, you know, the, the industry of broadcasting. And it's probably worth mentioning that Don Webster, mm. who who was an absolute legend in Cleveland, um, n- not only for uh, being a weatherman and being on a newscaster, but he was actually before Bandstand became Bandstand. That was a local show that he hosted. There, there's tapes of him interviewing the Beatles and everything else. Oh shit! And he was, a, yeah, he was originally tapped to to go national with that show. And then, of course, um, uh, uh, what's his name took it already? Um, the bandstand guy. I can't. I can't. Dick. Uh, 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 what Dick, was his? Dick Clark. Dick Clark. Okay. Uh, how I could forget that, I don't know. But anyway, Dick Clark ended up taking it over when it went national. But Don Webster started that as a local program in Cleveland. And uh, he passed away today. Yeah, he was um, 79 years old. And uh, that that surprised me because I, I noticed him. He was doing uh, commercials for those hearing aid, hearing aid places. And uh, I, I just kind of presumed he was in relatively good health. He seemed fine when he, he was on on these advertisements, but he passed away, I guess. And uh, Channel 5 did a real nice thing, because he was on Channel 5, uh, did a real nice tribute to him earlier today. And I really, really liked him. He was a very likable guy, and he could have been a national figure if he wanted to, but he he chose to stay in Cleveland because he liked the people. Yeah, it's whatever you want to do, man. That's not for everybody. That's what I try to tell everybody. I'm not. I try to tell everybody, you know, do what you want to do, whatever drives you. If it's a hell, I don't give a damn. If you want to be a garbage man, be the best damn garbage man you can be. And it sounds like this dude, he wanted to stay here. So I mean, hell, that's what he wanted, and he then he lived his dream. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, is that he was test- actually oh, Can- from Canada. Oh, okay. And. Yeah, they they caught his work. I I don't know the whole story. This was like years ago, but they caught his work somehow, and he came uh, to the United States. And and uh, and that, a lot of people don't realize, even today, the Cleveland market 
is actually very good for news. But back in those days, I mean, this was when uh, the Cleveland News was the training ground for the best journalists. Mm. A lot of people don't, don't understand that. I mean, I mean, this was back in the days of Judd Hambrick and, you know, Gib Chanley and all those guys. And th- this was a legendary uh, generation of broadcasters that he was a part of in Cleveland. And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he, he, his, his kind is, is probably gone now. Hmm. You know, everybody's, you know, jumping from place to place all the time and you don't know one from the other. And, yeah, that's uh, true. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a different, uh, it's, it's a different time as they say. So, yeah. but, it, but it, did, it looks like he it had did. a good testimony to a good life. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. Sad loss, but. It's kind of inspiring as well in a lot of ways. Yeah. Michael Cohen was sentenced to three years I mean, uh, in prison today. I think it was a, oh, no, it was a couple of days ago, I think. But uh, Something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got sentenced to three years. So uh, do you think he, uh, Donald Trump had anything behind that, telling him to do whatever? Um. The way I understand it, most of what he got trouble in trouble for was his own um, um, something with the the bank and some of the finances that he juggled around. Only part uh, of it was handling that transaction with uh, the uh, with the women. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, as far as I know, it had absolutely nothing to do with with Russia. Okay. I, I, did you ever hear that guy talk? That guy sounds as dumb as hell. Uh, <laughs> Can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> but uh, you, you never know. You that's never know. Ha- that's probably how Putin could have manipulated him. Yeah, I don't know. So you know what? The, uh, you, you know what they call? Uh, you know uh, when when they uh, recruit uh, an American to do something. You you know they call them uh, uh, UIs. Oh, I'm serious. UIs. And you know what that stands for? What? <laughs> Useful idiot. Oh my God! Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Any of our fellow countries that are listening, you think that? Thank you. <laughs> we'll take any kind of love we can get. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I never do that. That's wild. Yeah, useful idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump continues to harp on his five billion dollar wall for the border patrol. Or he's going to shut down the government. You seen that interview with him with Nancy Pelosi and what's his name? Oh, that was off the hook, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he even sat there and said, I will shut down the government if they don't get what we want. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude. You sound like a spoiled-ass three-year-old. Go get his fucking toy. That was with uh, Schumer. Schumer was there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he was there. Pelosi was there. And uh, Pence was there. And, uh. Yeah, I'm like, damn, dude, you sound like a fucking shithead. I mean, I hate to say that as the president of the United States, but damn, don't act like a spoiled ass brat. Uh, Pence looked uh, looked like he was in shock. <laughs> was yeah, just, I'm sure he like, was. With his Pence blank would, face, I don't think Pence would ever say some shit like that. No, no, actually, he doesn't get the credit he deserves when when, when he's being interviewed and he's being asked tough questions. He is a masterful politician. Okay. He is really good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. He, you you yeah. don't ever hear. You've never heard him say no stupid ass crazy shit like it. Yeah, 
he can answer without without answering. He really can't. You notice Saturday Night Live. I mean, I think they've done a couple of little things, but Saturday Night Live and uh, uh, Jim, uh, what's his name you don't like, Steve Colbert, they don't spend oh, yeah. a lot of time making fun of him because they ain't got shit on him. Yeah. Because he don't, he don't do a lot of that damn talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, first of all, he's already told that Ben Cotton lies. He tells, he says they're building portions of, they already started on parts of the wall down there. No, the fuck they ain't. The only thing they've done is started repairing some fence. That's it. Right. The same fence they already fucking had there. I think they're making it a little stronger, and they're repairing it, but it ain't no fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's full of shit. And then he, I mean, damn, he's so full of shit that it ain't, I can't even understand how in the hell. And the Democrats, they're going after him the wrong damn way, man. They need to just let him hang himself. But no, they're going to go out there and do some stupid ass shit. They try, I know they're going yeah. to try to indict his ass. That's going to happen. You can wait on it. I don't know that he'll get anything. But they're right, going to fucking right. try. You can bank on that. I know you it's coming. On that. Oh, it's coming. It might take That's within the, it might be within the next year, but I think it'll be less than that. But they go try to they gonna try to pull something out of their ass to try to do something. I just know it. Now that they got you know some more people in the office, right, they, right, they're they gonna try to take advantage of it. But I thought the damn Mexico was supposed to pay for this wall. Yeah, that that was the uh, that was the ticket, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand if you want to back the president, but now he's asking you to pay for the fuck. Right, right. Ain't you a little pissed off about that? Because now you're going to have to pay for a wall? Well, he told you Mexico was going to pay for it. That don't make any fucking yeah. sense to me, but they're still going to back him. Yeah. Damn. I, I just don't get it. And then he's now, instead of trying to make friends with people, or at least be friendlier <clears throat> to the people around you, yeah. To try to make it better. Annual fucking Christmas party now being canceled that they have for the media every year. He just up and fucking canceled that. <clears throat> wow. I mean, the media already hates hey ass. <laughs> and the one time you can come in, show them, all you're going to do is show them, the invita- show them the goddamn decorations in the White House, eat you some damn dinner, and then you get your picture yeah. made with the president and his wife, and if you don't like his ass, don't get him fucking lying. Right. That's all you, you got to do. But no, he up and cancels that shit. When he could have put, he could have. I'm not saying he would have healed everything because that wouldn't have fucking happened. I'm just gonna be honest. That wouldn't have fucking happened. He could have three. He could have seven Christmas. He could have the days of Hanukkah parties there, nine days in a fucking row, and that ain't gonna heal the goddamn problem he's got with me yeah. right now. <laughs> but he, uh, but this could have helped maybe patch a few wounds, so per to say. But no, he gets up and cancels the fucking Christmas party. I don't get where his head's at. It must be up somebody's ass. Because I can't figure it out. Or up his own. Because. Yeah. Damn, he's so full of himself. This is something that will uh, interest you if you don't already know about it. China launched, right. a, they launched a lunar probe. For first ever soft landing on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, they're they're going after uh, the moon. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, they got it up there with uh, they're gonna they got one of them things that drives around by remote control and shit. Yeah, yeah. They got one of those and uh, several things they're using to take pictures and said this is the first time that anything's ever been shot from the dark side of the moon. They interested in seeing what they're gonna get back. Man, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think you're gonna get pictures of the same shit on the other side of the damn moon. But I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a lot of I, lunar dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're gonna go over there and there's gonna be some damn weird dark age beaches at beast over there or something that live. You know? No, huh? Or no, like no. That. But uh, and and actually, technically speaking, uh, it's not really dark. It's just the side that faces away from Earth. Right. But the sun, the sun hits the the moon on on all the equal sides, just like it does the Earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, that's why we have the phases of the moon. So. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't. There's a there's a lot of reasons. I you, you know the Russia, from what I understand, also has a lot of plans to go to the moon, and, and I know that uh, a lot of people make make jokes about the the space wars and all that. But the fact of the matter is, we've been involved in that since the late 1950s. Yeah. And and if you think that there has <clears throat> there hasn't been a military militarization of space, you're you're way off the mark. I mean, there's satellites up there that are doing, you know, who knows what. Oh yeah, I'm sure. About, I'm sure. I'm sure that's how the nuclear missiles are fired off is by satellite. And uh, the, uh, the 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 moon itself has some interesting uh, possibilities in terms of energy. Um, you know, there's there's a there's a lot of speculation about helium three, which is technically it's it's uh, the solar wind dust that is collected on the moon. Mm. And uh, it's uh, uh, there's a lot of it up there because our atmosphere and our magnetic field and a lot of other things, um, uh, you know, make it hard to find, make it hard to get down to the surface and make it hard to find here on Earth. But in, on the moon, it's really deep. Okay. Mm. And uh, helium-3 is, is an interesting – there's some interesting possibilities w- w- with what you could do with that with nuclear uh, fission. So um, – uh, that's one of the reasons why they're kind of interested in that. Hmm. So uh, how how viable that is, I don't know, but that's something that uh, a lot of uh, energy uh, scientists are looking into. So. Wasn't China the one that was talking about creating another moon to put out in orbit? I have that. I have no idea about that. Oh, you're talking about that one about the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah, that's that's a satellite. It's just going to be a real bright light. Yeah, oh, I don't. Okay. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah I mean, I they were talking about it. I don't. They haven't done it or nothing. But I'm just saying. I thought it was China though that was doing it, talking about it. Yeah, and it was. Uh, they said it was going to. It could be as bright as the moon is what they were going to say. But oh, it was a satellite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Do you want to see that? I don't know if you're going to go see that movie. I want to see it, but I don't know if I'll go to the theater and see it. Is that movie Vice? Vice. I'm not sure I know what that is. That's the one about Dick Cheney. Oh yeah, Christian yeah. That's a, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. Pretty. It looks pretty, pretty, pretty neat, man. I'd like to know. A little, yeah. I'd like to see it. I mean, I don't. You know, I hope it's legit, but who knows? You know. But uh, who? It depends on who told the story and whose side they told. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing about it. Even when it says based on a true story, I'll tell you one of the most damn un- worst movies I ever seen in my life that was so fake it's unreal. It's Great Balls of Fire. Great oh, Balls with, of Fire. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, with, but uh, what's his name? Dennis Quaid. Jerry Lee. Yeah. Yeah. One of the 
fucking false movies I ever read in my ever saw in my life. Man, it, even really? I, oh, when I was sitting in the theater, man, I was sitting there fuming, fucking bread ass hot, man. I was like, this is bullshit, man. I knew as soon as I was watching it, and then I didn't find out till after the movie was made that Jerry Lee was on set telling them all the fucking shit to tell them. The stories. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. Well, fuck, yeah, okay. <laughs> like when he had Elvis Presley walk in there and say, take it all, Jerry, take it all. And there ain't nobody there but him and Elvis as witnesses. I was like, yeah, this is bullshit. This is real bullshit. Yeah. I can see Elvis Presley going there and say, oh, take it all, Jerry. <laughs> Stupid ass shit. So, nah. I, but, yeah, sometimes they're true. Sometimes they ain't. Sesame Street has introduced their first homeless character. Oh. Their name is Lily. Now, I don't know. People don't think like I do sometimes, and I'm sad to say. But I think, try to use a little bit of logic. And if I would have seen this shit when I was a kid, because I've seen some of the trailer of what they've got, and what it is, this girl's going to be homeless. And her parents, they lost their apartment or some shit. That's what's going to be the story. Okay. But the thing about it is, I think they're going to play her is that she's on the street every time they run into her. So in my mind as a kid, I'd have been like, why somebody helping her? I mean, you can just go walk by and talk to her every fucking day and just say, hey, man, how's the house search going? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what what I would have thought. I know me. So I'd have been like, why? But I guess they're going to introduce the element of it. I guess, you know, hell, in today's world, man, the kids may, I mean, hell, if I ever took my kids to New York, that'd be one of the first damn things they'd see. Yeah. So you might as well, I mean, they might as well see it, unfortunately. It's a sad part of our world. Yes, it is. I was telling somebody the other day, I said, if all the stupid people in the world was just to be gone. That would help the famine right there. We'd have more food to feed people. There you go. Just to wait. If we got to figure out how to get us one of them tools like Star Trek, we could just have it magnetic. It could attach on to the certain brain patterns, and it would just beam them up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford has announced oh. she's leaving the Today Show. After 11 years. Wow. And I couldn't be more happier. I never have liked her. I don't mean no offense to her. i just never been a big fan. I used to watch it when it was Regis and uh, Kathy. And Regis always, and Kathy Lee. Yeah. yeah. And I used to love Regis. I love, always love Regis. Still love Regis. I thought, man, I think he's a class fucking act in my book. That's just my opinion. If anybody's got any bad news on him, I don't want to hear it because I like him. <laughs> yeah i read his book a whole nine yards but uh and it's a good book i highly recommend it very well written but uh when he was on the show with her or she was on with him whatever you want to say just all the time man fucking for hour out of that show there was days it felt like she talked about her kids for 20 fucking minutes and if it wasn't that man yeah. she just belt out in a fucking song out in the middle of no damn where man i mean i'm just like It'd be like me and you sitting here t- t- doing a show, and you'd be like talking about something, and I go, "Well, Billy, you know that's how it is." <laughs> I mean, I mean, shit. That wasn't too bad, Shane. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but 
It'd be like that. But he just fucking starts singing out of guy in blue for nothing. And I'm sitting here watching the show, and it was days back. I always watched it. I watched it when I was, if I wasn't in school or nothing, I watched that show every day. And uh, I'm like, damn, why in the hell they get somebody else, man? She's driving me crazy. Yeah, it's funny. But, you know, best of luck to her. I heard she's leaving because she wants to try some more projects of some kind. I don't know what kind, but some kind. But, damn. She she actually had uh, some success here within the last year or so with some of her songs. And um, I, I, I'm i pretty sure she was uh, in, in the process. I don't know if she was going to be a producer or what, but I heard some talk that she was uh, – Making some sort of a movie. I don't know if it was a Christian movie or, or yeah, what it was. Now she's big into that. Um, yeah, they said something about a project, something called God in his, in God's eyes or something. Yeah, that like sounds that. about right. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, uh, that was one of them. But uh, you know, I wish her the best of luck. Whatever she does, I just for me, and it's not that she has a bad voice because honestly, she doesn't. It's just that when you're sitting there talking about the news. Or whatever you're talking about, or you have a guest with you on the air, just out of the damn blue, don't just start belting a song. I mean, hell, this ain't time to promote yourself, you know. You're just trying to get your damn record sold. Right. We understand that. But we got a show to do, man. Save that shit for the end when you're standing out there or something, man. When you want to stand out there on the stage when the closing credits are rolling. I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> the tail. Oh. Everything has its place. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, America has a weight problem. Always oh, has, yeah. probably always will. Well, after I've heard the top four foods that America voted as the best foods in America, or their favorite foods, I now know why. Number one, with 21% of the vote, is pizza. Pizza, you said? Yeah. Pizza, okay. I could live, I'll be honest with you, I'll eat it. I eat more now than I've ever ate in my life since I've been with Christina. But I'll be honest with you, I could live the rest of my life with eating probably two large pizzas, the entirety thereof. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I can deal with it, but it's not one of my favorite foods by a long shot. It's way at the bottom of the okay. list. And really? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, before I met Christina, it was probably lucky if I ate two large pizzas a year. And it was usually at somebody's house that I happened to be at. Yeah. I never ordered one myself. Ever. I just don't hmm. eat it. It's not one of my things. But that's not... And then 16% steak. Number three, 13% hamburgers. Hamburger. Yeah. And number four, 11%. Tacos and man, one of the biggest fat gainers there is is pasta. Pasta, yeah, yeah, and I love pasta. Now I will have to say I do like me some pasta, but uh, the and tacos I do like tacos, but uh, I wouldn't want to eat them every day. But uh, and then number nine, uh, the night story I had. This is the last story I got for tonight. They have announced the nominees. For the Hall of Fame here in Cleveland, right? And you know I don't have no. I just it's maybe it's me. Maybe I'm being petty, but I got a pet peeve when I see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you got damn hip hop R and B singers in there. They should it should be a separate damn Hall of Fame unless you were involved in rock somehow. Because the thing yeah. about it is. 
I think the same thing Country Music Hall of Fame. I don't think country music singers, if they were singing country music, should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. It's called, I mean, I've been there, I think the sign says Rock and Roll. Not music. Yeah. Now, if it's a Music Hall of Fame, then that's anybody. But anyhow, that's just my pet beef. Yeah, I don't know. Stevie Nicks. First meet, she is the first female to ever be inducted twice. First time. Fleetwood Mac, a, yeah. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac in 98. And now she's going in as a solo artist. Uh, my honest opinion of that, I think she deserves it as uh, Fleetwood Mac. I think that was a great act. I like the band. But as a solo act, yeah, singer, I don't think she was ever anything that was magnificent. I mean, I mean, she had that hit that was damn everybody plays at every damn fucking thing you go to. But. As far as, you know, being consistently great as a solo artist, I didn't see it. Not my, right. view, not my view. Not Hall of Fame material, anyway. But uh, Yeah. But I could, I mean, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just my view. I mean, not taken away from it, but I will say this. I don't know if any of you watch the show that are listening, and I don't think you do, Billy, but American Horror Story. Third yeah. season, the third season was involving the witches, and she was in it. And man, she still, she did a solo at the piano. God almighty, it was so damn bad, man. It was awful. So like, yeah, it was just I don't know. Yeah, she didn't have a great voice now anyway. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know if music helps her more cuz some people can't sing a cappella and she was basically singing mostly a cappella when she did this. Cuz not everybody can. But uh it just wasn't that good to me. Janet Jackson's going in. She's uh, also the most consecutive top tens by a lady in the by a female in the Hot 100 with 18. Uh, she's going in the Hall of Fame. Now this band I'd never heard of, the Zombies. You ever heard of them? Say, say that again. The Zombies. Oh yeah, yeah, I've okay. heard of them. Okay, yeah, they're going in the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's the time of the season. Oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Oh okay. The Cure's going in. I was always a fan of them. That's an, that's, yeah. an, that's an odd band that a lot of people don't care for, but I happen to like. Uh, another band, well, these next two bands I like, actually, Radiohead. Uh, I like them. They were uh, they were very unique, uh, just about, you know, they, everything, was, their sound changed every album they made. It was like they were very unique. And then Def Leppard, they're, winning, they're going in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well-deserved. I mean, that's a rock and roll band, man. You know, they don't even have rock and roll bands nowadays. I challenge you, dude. You go to the Billboard website, look at the charts, hit the rock rock part, hit it, and you scroll down through there, you will be hard-pressed to find a true rock song listed in the top 20. Yeah. Now, I'm talking about a true rock song. You'll find Imagine Dragons in there. And I don't have no problem with Imagine Dragons. I think they've made some damn good songs. But I don't think they're rock and roll. I think at best they're hard pop. That's at best. Yeah. But I like their songs. I'm not taking away yeah. from them. Uh, but, uh, but I'm just saying that you'll be hard-pressed to find a genuine rock song. It's just nobody does real rock anymore. It's just, yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah, the but you know what? You could make the same argument if you really dissected uh, hip hop or anything else. I mean, oh, yeah, there's people that say the same yeah. about country. Yeah, and you know, you go back to uh, the '90s, and you had uh, you know Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and uh, 
Tupac Shakur and all the, the the equivalents of those are not here today. Oh no, 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 no! I, I think and, some of the best hip hop was Run DMC. Yeah, and 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 uh, that that's another classic example. And and by the same token, you know, back in the '90s, you had Metallica and, and some of the, the. There's no equivalent for that today. No, even Metallica so I, can't I'm be not, Metallica I'm, anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know. That's just the way the state of affairs is with uh, music. But, man, it's changed so much, though. God, it's changed so yeah. much. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I was born in the wrong era, dude. I'd love to, I would love it if the standards would make someone hell of a comeback. Not going to happen. But I'd love it. I'd love to just yeah. sit at home sometimes and just listen to Frank and Dean. Oh, yeah. I could just listen to them for an hour just chilling. Because they just... They had a, such a voice. I mean, nobody listens to a voice anymore. I mean, I that, just, that's true. They don't. I was listening to something today, and they said, "Here's a piece." And they were some band. They were giving a a teaser of their next song they had coming out. It's not a real famous band I know of, but some some local band. Right, right. So I'm sitting there listening to them play in their garage and it, or wherever they were at in their studio. It sounded okay, but then the guy starts singing, and man, I can't understand one fucking word i mean not one i couldn't if he said the word the i don't even know it was that wow it was terrible that's funny he was like i'm like what the fuck is he talking about man yeah i was sitting there like what the fuck and they're sitting there calling this music and i'm sorry but if you listen to this shit more power to you I'm proud for More you. More power to you. You're keeping the people in business, and that's fine. I don't have no problem with it. But if you're going to play me some music or send me some music or whatever the case may be, let me be able to understand it. I don't want to think I'm putting some devilish chant on my damn station. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to be able to at least make it out. Because to me, music is supposed to deliver a message music is another form another art form of communication just like podcasting just like radio it's all an art form if you don't sit down and when you get on this mic and think of you creating a masterpiece then you've already failed as an artist yeah i don't ever think of this unless i'm being a picasso maybe it don't always come out like a fine piece of art but damn it i tried i'm sure picasso had to throw quite a few pieces of canvas away Probably so. And that's my little thought for today. Didn't know I was going to go there. But... Well, that's about all I got for this show. All right, man. Any parting words? No parting words, man. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, this is what, Thursday? Yeah, we'll be back Monday night. Thursday. Monday Mon- night. Monday night at 11 o'clock Eastern time. Oh, I know you probably got plans. If you wanted to Skype in, you can. Well, me and uh, I know me and Jack Casey are going to do it live from here. We're going to do. Uh, we're not going to do a Christmas Day or a New or a New Year's Day show, but we're going to do a New Year's Eve show from ten to twelve. Uh, which side would you? Because we ain't got oh, no, okay. We got no plans. We're not going anywhere. So we said, shit, just bump it up a couple of hours. We'll go from ten to midnight, probably a few minutes after midnight, and bring in the New Year. And if anybody wants to hear it then or hear it later or whatever they choose to do, it's fine with us, you know. But uh, okay. If you wanted to do that. I'll keep that in mind. All right, man. 
Well, with that being said, y'all have a good uh, weekend, because this is Thursday, right? Yeah. Y'all have a good weekend. We'll be back Monday night, 11 o'clock. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries.